Welcome back, you guys. Really nice to see you again. I'm Richard Sachs, and we're here with uh, Dr. Gabriel Cousins in our show of Dialogues with Dr. Cousins. And he's got a lot to talk about. We've got a short time to do it, and we're going to get right into the topic. We're going to cover so many things that are happening in the world around us and what the pattern means and what you can do about it. So let's go right to Dr. Cousins. Welcome, Gabriel. Thanks okay. Thank you, we do have a lot to talk about, but more than that, we have a lot to recalibrate how we're relating to the outer world, uh, the outer political world, and the outer, you know, globalist world. This, I'm going to talk about Maui, but we need to get deeper than who done it into kind of a, a more serious understanding. First, though, we need to dance for joy because we can't. They want to make people feel hopeless. That's part of the game. So we dance for joy no matter what's happening. And then we meditate for a little bit just to focus our mind. And then we talk about this. Let's go.
Okay. So just focus on my eyes as we now go into a little bit of meditation. Yo. And now in the meditation.
So now slowly come out of meditation, and we're going to take a look at different levels of meaning of what happened in Ma'u, also known as Maui. And my focus isn't going to be on the details of that. I think most people know kind of the details. What we can say is all systems were programmed to fail. It was a complete setup. And I think the evidence is, is pretty clear that that's what's going on, except for the most gullible person. <laughs> so going on the assumption that it was clear that all systems were designed to fail, and just by coincidence, all the heads of all the departments were off the island during for that one day. Okay, there's just too many coincidences. So I'm starting with the assumption that this was a planned attack on humanity. And a planned attack on Lahaina, which also is the center, was the center of over 2,000 years of Hawaiian life because Lahaina was was the place where the elders governed for 2,000 years. So we have to look at that and say, okay, this is not really an accident. Yes, it's a wealthy place. Yes, this, but they are going symbolically after the very heart of the Hawaiian culture. Now, that's just where it starts. Um, what we're looking at is a as I said, a planned attack on every level of the society. Now, let's expand it, because we need to see, did this just happen there? Oh, well, it did happen in Santa Rosa. Well, it happened in Northern California. So they have designed a way to burn people out. And of course, that's not new. This is very, burning people out is thousands of years old as an approach. But what's important is the big picture. The big picture is this is what we're going to do to humanity. So, uh, you know, you can deny as much as you want, but what we're going to do to humanity is kill as many people as possible. Whether it's 80 or 90 world population. That's the game plan. Now we're going to use different things, right? We'll use the illusion of weather change. Oh, it's warming. Well, the planet goes through cycles of warming and cooling depending on the relationship to the sun. So in the 1970s, people were worried about everything is going to turn to an iceberg. Everything was going to be frozen. Didn't happen. Then we go into global warming. We're now at the very slight global cooling. There's uh, over 150 different places around the planet measure the temperatures. And what we're looking at is a very slight, less than one degree centigrade of global cooling happening, which probably continue through uh, 
2033. Very slight. Propaganda is, don't believe your eyes. We're in, you know, we're, we're going to boil over. But that's not really happening. You know, just like New York isn't under 20 feet of water. That's not really happening. Okay? There's all these scare tactics. So you better hide inside. And so we can keep you in captivity. Big deal. So we have the global warming. We have the fires. We have the actually the pandemic that's already been shown to be uh, a setup and a farce. Uh, and now they're actually announcing. It's not usually what happens. They're announcing a new pandemic coming soon, which will be, again, engineered, freak out, but with more lethal shots, bioweapon shots. These are real issues. So we look at global you know, fear of global warming, therefore you have to lock inside. <coughs> but we do have global cooling. So we're being told unreality. You know, factual unreality. Then we have fear uh, you know, of, of the food shortages which they're creating. And so there's a series of things. Fear, fear of a new viral pandemic when we don't really have viruses. Um, and all this gets people to hunker down inside uh, in fear, and fear ruins the immune system. It creates more and more difficulties. So we have a, an attempt to make a very fearful, fearful world population. <coughs> now, I don't think people are quite as afraid as they would like. <clears throat> because people are seeing through the Maui uh, false flag energy. Yeah, people burn people, you know, the police orders told people that <clears throat> they, they couldn't drive out of the towns and the flames just burnt them up. Like, this is not exactly the way to follow orders. This is actually the same thing. They said, why are you doing this? The policeman said, well, it's orders. Well, yeah. That's what the, the concentration camp <coughs> guards did. I'm just following orders. I'm innocent. I'm just following orders. You aren't innocent. If you go along with this, you're not innocent. We have to begin to get much more sensitized. I mean, it did certainly show... How could the Germans do this? Well, anyway, that the that the police and all the apparatuses and all the uh, politicians did it in Maui, and that's just a a foreshadowing of what the next set of plans is. And even if you're President Trump, they're going to go after you. So. Where is the solution? Well, there are different levels of solution. What is go inside, meditate, focus on the divine, know you're that divine spark no matter what. Okay. Second is 
understand, and this is what I mean for change in mind, understand that they're trying to kill you. And it's pretty blatant. Okay. That's a different way of thinking of who's trying to help out. Or the place leaving the burning place aren't letting you get out on orders. We're helping you. Yeah, you're really helping me. You're burning me up. So we need to realize that there's actually a war going on. Now, from the spiritual point of view, we're all one. That doesn't mean there can't be a war. Doesn't, but, but and, and you can't love your neighbor as yourself. But they're trying to kill you. The Torah says you have a moral obligation to get up and kill them first. Now, what I'm saying is, you need it's it's a moral obligation to fight back. You have a moral obligation to protect yourself and your family. And the peace type thing is, you know, the peacefulness, but there's still this moral obligation to preserve life. And it has to start with your life and your family's life and all those around you, your community's life. But if we don't know we're at war, you know what? It's really hard to fight it. So... These are the issues that are coming right into our face in a very big way. And so this is a turning point. I would hope it's a turning point that people are waking up that of the intent of the global elites and the global, which is to eliminate humanity from the planet. Now, this is not a new concept. They've been saying it all along. It's in all their papers and their literature. Nothing new here. And they want to cut it down. You know, we hear 20% or 10%. But if we don't pay attention, it's all of humanity. The good news is we will win. God is on our side. Not Satan. And God always defeats Satan. But we have to do our role. We have to play. We have to experience the God within us. We have to connect to the larger God force that's happening cosmically. And be aligned with the will of God, which in this case is stand up, pay attention, and resist and way possible uh, <clears throat> and we will make it through. But it's not pleasant. What's good about it is making make a choice. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and let them burn you out? Are you going to tell those people, I'm sorry, I'm getting out of here. And that's kind of a choice, the symbolic choice here. Is I'm not going to play, I'm not going to let you, uh, I'm not going to be voluntarily Herded into concentration camps and shot. I'm not going to do it. Those are what we're seeing. We're getting a replay of Germany, um, and which was a globalist type thing. And we need to understand we want a different outcome. We don't need to go to concentration camps to be gassed. So it's very positive what I see 
So in a certain way, the Maui situation is a huge wake-up call. Yes, it's a warning. Yes, it's this, but it's a huge wake-up call to say, this is much bigger than a kind of a fire at Maui. You know, whether there was some kind of oh, technical mismanagement. There was no technical mismanagement. They perfect execution. I mean, from their point of view, yeah. My point of view, they were a job of a, a serious act of genocide. So I'm going to bring Richard in. But my point is we need to recognize it. You can't deal with it if you don't recognize it. Okay, Richard. I completely agree with you, Gabriel. Um, I understand why people don't want to recognize it. You know, our nature is not dark. Our nature is beautiful, and we have an innate desire to get back to it and not to feel terrible and not to see things that make you depressed or angry or, you know, uh, out of harmony. But that's where we are right now. So, you know, it's been called by different belief systems going back before the beginning of history, the world of duality. And that means there are opposites here. You know, there's light and dark, for example, hot and cold, male and female, and, uh, good and bad, and things like that. That's where we're living in that environment. And the good and the bad are both enhanced right now. They're coming into sharp contrast. And it, like, like Gabriel said, it's a turning point, a decision point. And if you want light to prevail and world peace, like we talk about in the World Peace Meditation Project, it's really hard to do if you don't let yourself see your real situation, it's called strategic awareness. And there's a easy misconception to fall into that to be spiritual, you have to be oblivious of darkness. And that's a mistake, you know, because if you're not strategically aware, you fall into common misconceptions and do things that are suicidal. And one of the main things about not getting on the rail cars, the box cars to go to the concentration camps, which is analogous to what they want us to do now is you have to know that those are not innocent freight cars you're not going to get a shower and feel better so it's better not to get on the car and if you're in a line and the police are stopping you and they're wanting you to burn to death which is what they did in in the maui you don't have blind authority blind obedience to authority and they've been getting us ready to make the wrong choice at this turning point for a long time. You know, we've been being taught in school from preschool up to medical school and PhD school and public health school and science school, blind, blind obedience to authority, repeat what authority says, authority is right. And the media is in the same vein. You know, I think it was CNN or one of the other main, uh, mainstream media channels that said the worst thing you can do is do your own research that's our job your job is to obey whatever we say and that's the opposite of what we need to do so back in touch with ourselves human beings. that's what as evolving human beings 
We need to pay attention, follow that inner, inner light and inner guidance, not the guidance of CNN. Exactly. Everyone has that because of where you came from. It's not in a world of this is not a world of total darkness. It's a world of duality. And the darkness compared to the light is nothing. It's just when you're in the middle of it, it looks really overwhelming. And so to not be washed away by it, it's really important and critical to get in touch with the light that's inside you all the time and has always been there. You need that connection because that's where the guidance comes from. So we have to follow the guidance. One of the problems is our guidance systems have been deranged. We have been so programmed that we have a really hard time getting in touch with inner guidance. That is why meditation is so important. Even if people meditate 15 minutes a day, even 10 minutes a day, just to quiet the mind, open to some inner guidance. Listen to people who've been around, the spiritual elders. There's guidance there. Uh, I wouldn't listen to the media. Okay? So the worlds are separating out a little bit. And I, I think that's I think that's good because it's important to know where the lines are. Where the energies of, of light and love and, and divine sound are versus the energies of Satan. And that is what we're talking about. What we saw in Hawaii were hellfires of Satan. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty clear. And that's what's going on. That's what they're telling us. We're going to burn you in hell. Well, that's yeah. great. It's great. This is really a good deal. But yeah. just, the project has been to make this, this place into hell, right on Earth. You don't have to wait to find it in the astral realm. They want to make it here, and they're doing that. And it, it only works if we go along with it. They do not have our consent, and they don't have our compliance. Be clear that you make that point. Yeah. In fact, you you go over that in part of the World Peace Meditation Protocol. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why the World Peace Meditation is so important, is it gets people creating a collective consciousness of light and love and divine sound, in which we are not complying or consenting to their glorious, dark, uh, murderous forces. And we saw murderous. The word murderous fits with what we saw in, in, in Maui. They've revealed themselves really clear. We're going to create a living hell. Right. I want to I mention one thing about Maui since you brought that up, and that's that the reason that there's any aid on a physical level going to the people who were burned out is private enterprise and private efforts to do that. Uh, Jason Jones has been one of the great heroes of the whole situation. And he's got a, uh, a site on the web that he's mentioned that people can go to and donate a dollar or a million dollars or something in between. And it's called... 
You know the site I was going to meditate to it, and I lost the edge. Hope, H-O-P-E, hopeforhawaii.com. Pretty sure that's right. Yeah, maybe, I think you're right. Maybe you can verify it if you need a computer. But um, That's where you can make a They've been getting truckloads of uh, food and blankets and supplies and going to the people and the the police have been ordered to prevent aid from getting to the community to what used to be the community and so people have been braving crossing the forbidden lines and coming in on boats and jet skis to bring literally hand the food over to the people on the island and that's an example it's like a a physical example of what Dr. Cousins is talking about. Instead of obeying this barrier, don't help these people because it's not approved. That's the order, okay? And you're supposed to blindly obey that from authority. And what the people are doing instead is saying, shoot me, arrest me, whatever. I'm crossing the line and I'm bringing the food to the people. You don't need a, a page in some kind of a guidebook or your religion to say, Look, you should give people food if they're starving. You don't need that. You've got your internal guidance that your nature is love and compassion. And so you bring the food and you brave the false barrier and they're breaking through it, which is really encouraging. Yeah, Another, the, the scary thing is that there's even any police who would try to stop them. I mean, I'm sure they're breaking through, but I'm sure some police are allowing them to get through that's right. It's, That's what it, I would hope. Yeah, it's like it's like we saw in Australia and uh, Canada, and to some degree in the U.S. and England, and that was the police being ordered. All right, you've got your whole family depending on your paycheck. Money is not evil in any way, but it's a really powerful tool to pressure people into doing terrible things. And the police were told, you know you have to beat up these people because they didn't wear a mask. And the police, to a large extent, did it. The ones that wouldn't quit and they got the bad ones signing up and they sent them in to use their clubs on the people and run over them with horses. And for this not to have a catastrophic effect, if you're in a position of power, in this power structure as a police or public health or whatever, if you're given an order that's suicidal or murderous, you have to decide not to follow that. You know, this is not a call to violently attack uh, and be another evil force against the power structure because that just brings in worse tyranny. This is a call to say, I'm dropping this whole world of blind, blind obedience to authority and I'm going to follow something higher. Whatever happens. And God is going to have to support me because I'm doing this no matter what. And that's what the people are bringing the food are, are doing who are bringing the food to the Maui victims right now, today. Yeah, it's very beautiful to see because the people are are the redeeming energy. How they're behaving. That's the redeeming energy. Right. Now, you want to mention probably that uh, a new assault is, is being planned and prepared right now, and it's actually starting. And we're seeing the effects of it. People, watch, people can't imagine 
that the media is as evil as they are. But the police are not the only ones who have given over to this pressure of money for bad actions. The people that work for the media, especially these TV personalities and some radio personalities that get big money for misleading people and dressing up real fancy, being very polished, having just the right tone of voice, talking down to people in a compassionate but uh, you know condescending manner. They are leading the sheep to the slaughter. And right now they're getting people ready to be terrified of the new pandemic. And I think it's officially coming out of Canada this time, from what I've heard. It's coming out of Canada, you said? I think so. Yeah, I'd say it's a COVID, var- COVID variant, and it's got a numerical value on it. So, you know, without getting too much into it, because at this point we understand that fear lowers the immune system, and this is just a narrow fear intact to drive you to taking what I've been told are far more lethal bioweapon injections. That's what I've been told. The idea is, you know, drive the sheep, and then there's this cliff, and the, the injection is the cliff, and they're driving the sheep over the cliff, and they die. And I think this is far more lethal, not pandemic, it's all kind of nonsense. Um, Then you look at the statistics, there was really no difference in the deaths. Well, and they also. Until they started giving the injections, then the rate of deaths went up 40%. Right. Just to be clear. So they're going to do the same number here. Our job is, well, we already been shown what to do we already see the game plan is not to comply or consent and that's really the bottom line of it because your life is at stake and your life and families and your loved ones everything's at stake do not comply do not take any injections no matter what they say now I just want to say something about health what is it the research shows that when people really take good care of their health, they have a very low percentage of getting sick from these things. I can say, as far as I know, uh, with the exception of one person, none of my clients suffered from COVID. If they had, if they did get COVID, it's very, very minor. That point is. If you are healthy, which is really what we're talking about, you your chance of getting sick is far less. Or if you get a little sick, you just can get a little sick. And I think I want to make a point of that. So take care of your health. Try to move to optimal health with diet and with exercise and physical exercise and breathing exercise and meditation. And all these things raise up your immune system. And your chances of, of getting through this pretty unscathed are very high. Now, I know they're talking about a more lethal thing. But again, focus on your health. That's the most important thing you could do in terms of preparing for this. You know, there's, uh, there's a lot of talk about the power structure releasing a much more lethal virus. But the point that they're missing is 
the downside of releasing a real dangerous pathogen is that they'd be subject to it too. Whereas if they can do it by fraud and they know it's a fraud, then it has no effect on them and it works anyway. And so the death numbers that they're pointing to now that the media started a couple days ago uh, and they're making believe it's because of a new variant. It's because of the vaccines and the, the death numbers are real and they're catastrophic and they're going to they're going to blame that on the new virus that doesn't exist that you have to fear and do everything you're told and wear masks. People are already starting to wear masks where they're listening to the TV and it's announced. I think Alex brought it out uh, before anybody else that I know and that the TSA and the uh, Border Patrol and other people like that have been told that by mid-September, they're going to all have to be wearing masks again or sooner. And by mid-October, it's going to start spreading into all airline travel and all people so shortly after that. And then if they can combine that with the catastrophe of global warming and climate change, they can put everybody in their house and they can have uh, mail-in ballots to do whatever they want with the election in the U.S. And it all goes together in a big orchestrated game plan. And it, what it depends on is fear, number one. So refuse fear. It has no value for anything at all. And number two, obedience by people in positions of authority. So, for example, the TSA agents, the police, the military, all the, the public health workers who have been trained, I know because I was in school with many of them, and they've been trained that whatever CDC says, whatever WHO says, is beyond question. You must just repeat it and enforce it. And this is a suicidal train of thought. If you can shake off your programming and remember real science, which says question everything, everything. You know, even even the doctors that rec recognized that the COVID vaccine was a fraud couldn't shake off the programming completely. And they thought, well, but it's because it's not a real vaccine. The real vaccine saved us from polio and smallpox and all that stuff, which is complete falsehood. And what you have to do is shake off all the programming. That's really the basis of the idea of meditation. And people, a lot of people are familiar with prayer saying, God, please help us, but they think meditation doesn't make any sense. The whole basis of meditation is to drop away all the fake programming, because what's left when you do that is your real nature. And it's not a problem, because your real nature is in the image of God. It's beautiful, and it's being obscured by the filtering of mind programs right now. As soon as they drop off, all this stuff changes. And it all turns around. And the consciousness that you get from the meditation, if you're really doing it and living it, not just half an hour at a time, but watching your thoughts and your emotions all the rest of the time too, is that when that changes you, it's contagious. And then we realize we're all part of the same family and automatically love each other. We don't have to be told to. So... It's a choice which way we go now. Agreeing with all it's not a it's we can call it a choice, it's a necessity. Yeah. Your survival 
the pins, and you starting to do inner work, you know, meditating and praying and living healthily, because we know all those things enhance the immune system on a, on a physical level and give you your optimum protection. That's what's important. Also, they elevate you spiritually so we can withstand the onslaught of the dark side and smile our way through it. And that's what's needed. We need to to face it, but not not like a, a particularly upset. That's the yeah. Awareness, but stay rooted in love. So it's a big challenge. It's a great opportunity for spiritual growth. Not so comfortable, but it is a gift in one way. And we do need to understand on the political level, we need to go and um, isolate out the, let's say, the politicians that are pushing this uh, very dark narrative onto us and hold people responsible. And hopefully we can elect people who are wise enough and fearless enough not to allow this to get disastrous. So, I mean, so we have some choices. We're not powerless. It isn't just about meditating, but when we're meditating, we open up the doors for higher awareness. That's why we do the World Peace Meditation, which I invite you all to come to. It's, it's on Sundays at 6.15 uh, Israel time, which is 7 from the East Coast. Yeah. Starts six fifteen. We get, the meditation starts at six thirty. Worldpeacemeditation.net. So we invite you all because that's what we can do. We have that power. So let's use it. Okay. So I want to bless everybody for listening to us and supporting us, showing up, and for doing the good work in the world because we can't just talk about it anymore. We have to make it happen. So I urge all of you to move into that more active mode. And blessings on you that you have the strength, power, courage, and divine will to do this. I hope. Amen. Shalom, shalom, shalom. I also want to end with a prayer that I usually begin with. Amen. And that prayer is about merging the heart and mind into the oneness, unifying our consciousness. Beautiful. Yeah. We're actually wrapping up almost on time this time, Gabriel. So thanks for the bottom line message. And if we do that, what you just said, and merge the heart and mind. Just imagine what would happen when politicians do that. And, you know, a lot of times people think, well, the whole world of politics is evil and it's irrelevant and it doesn't matter and you shouldn't have anything to do with it. It's a little bit of a misconception. It really makes a difference who's in power. And um, The real power is in the internal connection to God, but what matters on this plane, too, 
is translating that into physical action. And there's a lot of people who are running for office right now that need support that are actually coming from good motives and not just trying to run a scam of some kind. So support them where you can and to have the discretion to see who they are. Do your meditation, do your prayers, stay, watch your thoughts and emotions, stay connected, drop fear, drop all the programs because they're in the way of who you really are. Fear has no benefit for anything at all on any level that I've ever seen. Stay connected to who you are. And what Gabriel gave us as a bottom line message to stay connected inside is really essential. That leads to everything else and then we'll see it reflected on the outside. So remember his site, treeoflife.mn.co and drcousins.com, and all of our shows are at lostartsradio.com. Hopefully our interviews are about to recommence. We'll see how that goes. And uh, our weekly meetings as a counterpart to the World Peace Meditation is at planetaryhealingclub.com, and you can stay in touch with us anytime you want. Contact forms on our website or info at lostartsradio.com. And really appreciate your being with us. And I see you as being the light of the world. I'm not kidding. We're walking around holding this massive power of consciousness that can translate into physical events. And that's been shown to be true on a limited scale. It's time to unlimit the scale and do it in everything. So letting the reality flow through instead of the fear and the fake programs. So when they when they start to release the fake pandemic, be aware where that's coming from. The new shots are as bad as the old shots. And the new mask mandates and things like that, the orders to stay in your home, the orders to shut down your business, they're coming from the same place. And if you're in a position of enforcement and authority or just a general citizen, you have a choice. We've been taught blind obedience to authority. There's another option. Peaceful mass non-compliance. And the whole thing doesn't have to happen. So practice your clear mindset now. We'll ta- help each other get through it. Love to all of you. And thank you for being with us today. And we'll see you soon. Take care. 